0: Wow, how does that
1: sound to you, Ty? Mm, music to my ears, a beautiful sound. Ah, oh, uh, yes. a, a ding-a-ling-a-ling. A ling a ling ding a ling a ling
0: And how are you, Ty, on this fine Friday afternoon? <laughs> it's beautifully sunny outside.
1: Mm-hmm. I gotta uh, get down on Friday.
0: Are you getting, uh, are you getting <laughs> into your hot Thai summer yet? We're in mm-hmm. the end of July.
1: Yeah, dude, see, like, all this Ken talk online is making me feel really... Uh, Inadequate. I'm looking at my body and I'm thinking <laughs> I have not achieved hot tie summer as I planned. Mm-hmm. I need like, and I think it's because my job isn't beach. My job isn't your beach. Job, <laughs> your job isn't
0: to look hot in a in a speedo. So
1: mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Uh, we get paid
0: to sit in an Eames lounger and mm-hmm. pour a heart out in the booth. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't totally blame you, but I understand the imposter syndrome right now, or the I guess insecurity that you might be feeling because i feel the same dude uh it's ryan gosling types and margot robbie types are prancing around my social media feeds and it's all i can really think about
1: yeah dude there's a lot of a lot of pink washing happening right now and i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not really here for it eric and i'm gonna tell you why here's here's my problem okay i started to realize this like when the like fall 22 valentino <laughs> line dropped and then ever since then everything's been pink washed everywhere oh yeah. and i think what's happening is there's like this is too big this is this whole barbie thing is too big it shouldn't be this big people don't care that much so mm. i think there's some predictive programming here do you know what predictive programming is eric <laughs> um, yeah i let predictive
0: programming style me in the morning every every day but <laughs> yeah. but you know what actually. I I actually kind of disagree with you. I think that this Barbie hysteria is we've just unlocked a sleeping beast within all of us that was always there. And we finally have a reason to get into it.
1: You think we're all just little dress up girlies that want to (laughs) be come out of our shell?
0: Yeah, I think we've like strayed too far away from the Barbie archetype. Mm -hmm. And now everyone's like everyone secretly likes that type of girl the best mm-hmm. like the the powerful beautiful girl
1: mm-hmm. and now we're
0: just like gone too far down these other rabbit holes and we're like okay now we gotta go back to um praising this type of uh body
1: standards yeah <laughs> has really been through the ring, ringer the last couple decades you know and I think we're starting to lose the plot a little bit about what what dire- direction we're supposed to be going with uh just like womankind in general uh Mm -hmm. it so i see this as like a hard pivot like hollywood taking a stance and like no this this is women (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're just like they're cutting through it all they said we're drawing a line in the sand this is this is womanhood it's barbie and people needed (laughs) a story
0: it's pink booty hole brown you know what i mean
1: (laughs) (laughs) we will not let this be illegally blonde this is a legal move
0: Mm -hmm, exactly um, but,
1: so what was your take? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, cause I, like, I, I empathize with women everywhere. I'm an empath. I'm a feminist. Spend a half a rack. I'm a feminist. Um, and on these, I, oh, you, you forgot the part on these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Uh, my bad. So here's what I think is happening, Eric. I think that like in the last few years, women have had to put up with a lot of like shitty situations. They're losing their rights. There was West End Caleb, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of, like uh, futures had more children. Like we got a lot of problems right now. With, for Nick women. Cannon has had more children. Nick Can- yeah, Nick Cannon is uh, a menace on society. And we got ha- we got Jonah Hills running around. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what's happening is people are or like people being like the man in charge, the big guys up top, the Illuminati realize that there was a lot of unrest with like representation of women and so they started predictive programming society to like latch everyone onto a strong aesthetic narrative to distract from the reality of like the shitty situation that's happening for women it's like when subway like makes an ad for their meatball sub saying like new and improved meat when it's really just like more genetically modified than before you know (laughs) it's like they're just trying to divert attention and then i think something's really bad is going to happen to all women coming up here this is my guess and this is that's why we're Mm -hmm. this is like some sort of psychological conditioning by the media so that Mm -hmm. when this weird societal change happens to uh humankind and like women lose a bunch more rights then the public is already familiarized with like oh no women should be like barbie who cares you know and then Mm -hmm. um they that transition will have less public resistance.
0: Okay, so you think something bad will happen? What is, What do you mean exactly by that? Like, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like an
0: oh, uh, well, is it an Oppenheimer type atomic bomb being dropped on us, or is it um somebody's with a writer strike? What is it, Ty?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but they're gonna like we're all gonna get grimace shaken out by it, <laughs> you know, like the by the pink hurricane,
0: the pink hurricane, huh? So. I'm I'm lost. What does that have to do with Barbie? Okay. You're, you're we're we're making everyone feel uh, like we're living in this idyllic pink world where mm-hmm. you know uh, there's like flowers coming out of my ass and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then when the real shit happens, are you is that supposed to hit, like hit less or will it hit more because we've been preconditioned the opposite way?
1: It's gonna hit less because we're all distracted. Our 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 pink brains have been uh so enamored with this like bubble gum lifestyle that we're not even paying attention mm, but okay. i don't know what's going to happen though eric this is where i need you to help me fill in the dots what is this grimace shake coming what what is this wave this pepto mm-hmm. wave gonna be
0: ty i know exactly what's gonna happen and it's gonna be with the barbies themselves and mm. i'm not talking about the toy i'm talking about the Fan base known as the Barbies of mm. Nicki Minaj.
1: Nicki Minaj's <laughs> set, her mm-hmm. her fan base. Okay, mm-hmm. what about okay. what about the Barbies?
0: It's going to be a Minaj of pain this summer, Ty. Because I have a sneaking suspicion. Watch, this is gonna this ep- podcast episode is going to be on CNN in like five years when they <laughs> when they figure <laughs> out like, whoa, these two uh breadheads called it like five years ago. That's crazy. But, we have a trick uh, of
1: track record. I just want to uh, <laughs> let the record show that Eric called the Travis Scott Giza pyramids concert <laughs> being canceled 24 hours before Travis went public and canceled it. And you called it, man. You deserve an applause for that. Dude, I told you, man, how the fuck are they going
0: to host a concert on the pyramids? Like you, you can't even you're not allowed to touch them. Like, mm-hmm. You're not allowed to like go anywhere on top of them or do anything around them that could potentially harm the, like, tourism of Egypt. That's all they have. They lucked out. They're, we want to talk about lottery winners. No, <laughs> one wants to talk, well, no one wants to talk about the fucking Egyptians and how they somehow just have pyramids, and that's the only re- reason why their country exists. Mm-hmm. Let's it's just crazy. It would just
1: that. be more desert if it wasn't for those pyramids. There's exactly. lots of places with pyramids. Uh, Vegas, the Mayan, <laughs> Riviera. <laughs> <That's>, that was <laughs> yeah. a good one. They got the best ones. So mm-hmm. they got really lucky.
0: Vegas, Genetics. really said, I don't know when the Luxor was built, but I'm pretty sure it was probably like in the 90s or like early 2000s. And they're probably like, fuck it. Vegas has, or Egypt has all this tourism because of a weird prism. In the like, desert? In the desert. <laughs> Why don't we just do that? Why don't we replicate that one to one? and they did it and it worked like is that just like that's just brilliant marketing right there it's so smart just make a dupe you know yeah but anyways back to nikki um <laughs> um basically what i'm thinking ty and i learned this like quite a while ago but i was actually just reminded of it today her husband is a known sex offender this is a fact you can google this Whole <laughs>
1: Hold on. Let me run this back. <laughs> Mickey Minaj's husband is a sex offender and she is still with him.
0: Dude, she not only is with him, but defends him on Instagram
1: about it. She's a sex offender apologist.
0: Yeah, dude. And um, it's kind of weird. They've been together for like decades because they went to the same high school. And so they've just been like friends forever. And like, I guess got married in like, I guess in the last five or so years. Oh, 2019. Okay. Um, so yeah. So she,
1: she fell in love with her <laughs> high school sweetheart. He molested some other people, or potentially the allegations are worse. And... Well, they're no longer allegations. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're confirmed facts. These are literally facts, which is kind of
0: wild. Um, and so just like, you know, you, you hear about that, and then you also hear about um, let me just google this real quick <laughs> so okay so her brother thehim brother is also as I close this ad block pop- up um serving 25 years to life for raping an 11 year old this is also what fun.
1: yeah so her part her husband and her brother run in the same circles
0: they run in small tight circles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Underage, small circles tie, and it's disgusting.
1: That is disgusting. Uh, damn. Jesus. So, what you're trying to tell me is that Nicki Minaj has the CV of a Subway spokesperson. Oh shit! What they, need they, they tap doing? Her.
0: It's what what Nicki's doing is probably worse than what Fogle did. If you think about because, it, like
1: because she's defending oh. convicted sex offenders, and like <laughs> she has a a very large platform and voice to do so. Exactly.
0: So I don't know what her deal is with the brother. Like if they, if she cl- still claims him, you know, cause that's like a whole other thing, but she's on record of like defending her husband and being like, like, you don't, you guys don't know real love, you know, stuff like that. Um, cause he was with her before the fame, right? Before she had a dollar.
1: That's right. So she, he got his money up with her and money can make so. go away.
0: I, Maybe, maybe not. I don't know if you can make this problem go away because he paid, I read, $100,000 or something in bail money or something. I don't know. I don't know these legal words, but yeah, he tried to get his name off the sex offender list and it was unsuccessful, Ty. He's still on that bitch. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty wild. So anyways, huh. back to my conspiracy theory. Um, I find it really odd that Nikki, who's in this like, Weird triangle, this tight little triangle of sex mm-hmm. offenders, and is also simultaneously referring to her fans as barbies which is a kid's toy, and both of these men in her life have raped kids, so what is going on here? Is she the mastermind potentially I didn't say oh it. my God stop, stop me saying this Ty. this is just you know i've I've heard this you know maybe maybe she's the mastermind running the whole show of. Some kind of weird trafficking thing, or God knows what else.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're just correlating the facts, presenting the evidence. We'll Mm -hmm. let the jury decide. Uh, But but I
0: said, I said, God, please give me pattern-seeking brain, and then (laughs) this is the pattern that I've come up with.
1: (laughs) This is the best you can do. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best I could do.
0: And with my monkey brain, I was able to put the three dots together, and this is what
1: spat out. So. Dude, this is why we brainstorm in the lab because I'm looking for a global calamity and you have identified a high risk situation. And maybe what's going to happen is that like the CIA is going to take down Nikki and the Barbies Mm. everywhere. We need to make sure that they are preoccupied with other Barbies when that happens.
0: Mm -hmm. And what better way to recruit these Barb's? But then putting them all in the same room together with a IMAX size projection of a commercial. This mm-hmm. is literally like the Clockwork Orange scene where they're like watching a movie and their eyes are pried open. It's like you mm-hmm. have to get through the scene of, uh, you know, her heels not going down or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, you're so right. Wow. Uh, I think that the bubble, we'll know the <laughs> bubble is about to pop when we get the, like, menage turkey breast on the Subway menu, and when that collab happens, that's the final straw before the takedown.
0: Yeah, if Subway had, it, like, if Subway had, at all enters the chat here, we know there's going to mm-hmm. be something going on, because something's going on. Subway's got a record, um, um, we didn't forget, you know what I mean, we didn't forget about Subway's record, and no. I don't know, man, the patterns are there, it's just we need the we need a witness, dude.
1: Yeah, we need some we need some harder evidence right now. <sighs> yeah, that's what we need. And
0: let's just be clear. I pray that this is not true.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. But the writing's on the wall, you know. It's on it's on the fake brick wall.
0: Mm-hmm. The pink lipstick writing is on the mirror in the beauty studio. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> yep, in the, in the Sephora <laughs> beauty bar. <laughs> the Sephora, the
0: Rouge VIP vib beauty bar of course very important barbie yeah
1: it's not rouge Mm -hmm. man it's
0: bubblegum pink Mm -hmm, exactly wow well that's the that's a hard-hitting theory 15 minutes into this episode so what else we got on the on the the docket tie you listened to utopia yet
1: no i didn't listen to utopia yet dude i'm so sorry i know it launched today Uh, uh you probably listened to it because you are frothing for travis scott music clearly as
0: anyone listened to our last episode knows i'm the biggest fan of travis scott and i have days before rodeo days before um speaking of days before i listened to utopia a day before because it came out at 9 p.m eastern 9 p.m pacific which is midnight eastern so i just like randomly looked and it was there and i like hit the gym Mm -hmm. and i guess i got a good workout in i don't know this album sucks, dude.
1: I hate it. It's not oh, good. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Wait, well, okay. Can I'm going to listen to it today at some point. Tell me set me up for success here.
0: Okay. Think about, okay, imagine Travis Scott is a pimple-faced teenager, which he kind of is. Imagine he is that and he wanders into an open mic night and then tries to perform Jesus at the open mic night. That's the album. Oh
1: no. He's this is his career defining Yeezus, but it's it's falling flat. He yeah, had too he many years before he stepped on the karaoke stage.
0: Yeah, dude, he went full frat house and had 17 cans of beer. Um, <laughs> but I think he, yeah, he saw the Yeezus album, he saw the Whole Lot of Red album, and he said, you know what? I need to push the boundaries. I gotta, you know, black out with my Dean and mm-hmm. like produce some hot garbage and then lay down the, some vocals on it. And I guess he did that. <laughs> in in theory he did check the box tie, but mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like no there's no songs, man. There's no like bangers that I'm like no. really Yeah. Astro no had just had so many. And so just like I don't know, coming off of that album, you're you're like in five years you produce this? That's pretty crazy.
1: He's been busy with other things. He made the Travi Patty and he got sued a few times. So Yeah, he's, he's killing kids at his concerts. The thing is, like those are all experiences that you think could influence the music to tell a really good story about who you are and how you got there. And I don't think Travis has got stories to tell.
0: I don't think so either. I think Drake had the most compelling story on the album, and <laughs> and? and he and he had a Pusha T and Pharrell this on there, which was I heard nice. after
1: Louis died or after Virgil died, no one wears their Louis or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that was like the pharrell part well actually there's two pharrell parts he also
0: i don't know if i don't know if you remember last year or maybe it was early this year he bought pharrell's jewelry up at auction
1: mm-hmm. he he got all the ice
0: you know all the ice and then on this uh song he claimed to have melted it down <laughs> uh, because he doesn't care about its heritage
1: wow ice world melts
0: words. exactly
1: interesting Interesting, so yeah what does drake have against pharrell i don't i don't understand that at all you think they kind of well, Pharrell, well mm. and push T are like our butt buddies uh, <laughs> i see and he's obviously not pushing p with t right now <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not pushing uh terrence is that his name I'm something sure like
0: that terrence. um yeah you're not feeling that trevor <laughs> pushing trevor um and so yeah there you go that's that's my review of the album i, yeah, I give it a light I... a light to soft four
1: yeah well thank you for listening to the needle drop everybody um <laughs> now our breadheads do enjoy hot trash if they didn't they wouldn't listen to this podcast so i'm sure they will find a new sense <laughs> or of eat at subway or eat at subway shit is not as hot as it should be, honestly. Like it's hot if you make it spicy, but the sandwich is always cold by the time it ends up in my hand. And I don't know why. Like that's true. Well, like they should toast it again or have heat lamps or something. It's so stupid.
0: You're you're totally right about that. They should always plop it back in the toaster for like 10 seconds after. We should we do that put, next
1: yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, we should. Put the hot ingredients on last. I don't really know.
0: Well, great, because Ty and I have oh never mind you're not going to the monday activation Mm, damn i was gonna gonna say afterwards i was gonna say afterwards we could try finding a subway late night and double toasting our subs and see what happens (laughs) just let let the night take us
1: (laughs) let's just pre-game at the way before tuesday's episode oh well perfect perfect yeah let's do that uh, but we will have to wait until Tuesday's episode for the Breadheads to hear any more of Ty's and Eric's voices because I got to bounce early today. I have places to be, things to see.
0: <laughs> That's right. He got, he got to go right at 3.30.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, shortest
0: episode <laughs> of all time. It's a six-incher. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, Ty's got flights to catch. Let's uh, end here, and we will see you Breadheads on Tuesday. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao.